0: You are now listening to Rest Days. Before we dive into this week's episode, it's important for us to note that some of the topics we cover could be triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to Rest Days. We are talking about body goals today, and I am here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Maria. What's your, I was like, what's your, name? <laughs> what's your name? And honestly, before we get into this, we we always list a, a content warning at the beginning of our shows, but this one is a definite content warning because we're going to be talking about just those sneaky body goal things that come up and there's going to be you know a lot of diet talk and body talk in this part one and in part two so we wanted to let y'all know at the beginning that this one's going to be you know, maybe a little tricky to navigate for some folks and I think we should throw that out there
1: yeah absolutely I, I, you might not even realize that it's triggering until you hear it so like if you're just not in that headspace today like save this episode for another day
0: yes and we will be bringing up classic classic reality television shows so if you (laughs) if you are uh if you are in the mood please come on the ride with us and of course we will start with clickbait i am slightly concerned we have the same clickbait but maria do you want to go first
1: yeah, sure. I'll go first. Um, so my clickbait is actually not in the traditional clickbait uh, that we would typically find on Instagram or social media where you just see a sponsored ad. This is actually something that another influencer shared as a reminder of like how we got to where we are and why we feel the way we do about our bodies, especially around the summer. I believe her name is Jamie, Jamie Karoma. Is that how we say Jamie's name? Oh yeah, Jamie. Okay. Yeah. Um and Jamie posted about I pulled it up so I could read it for everyone. Um it's uh the post, if you go and find it on her profile, it is uh her wearing a yellow bikini. And when you swipe over, she has the classic Yo Play yogurt commercial. That plays the itsy bitsy teeny wee yellow polka dot bikini. Um, yes. The woman is walking past it every day with her Yo Play light and she keeps passing it and passing it. She's getting dressed up for events and it's just hanging on the wall as a yes. reminder that she needs to get into this bikini. And then as all the seasons pass in the windows, she is eventually able to wear the bikini with confidence because thanks, Yo Play, she now is in a dream body. And I forgot. That this commercial existed and it uh-uh. was a core, a core a painful to the core memory <laughs> unlocked and i just felt like oh my gosh i grew up watching that and i think that might be why i do continually have a little agita, a little anxiety when it comes to summertime and bikinis because it has been How many times did I see that commercial?
0: It has been ingrained in me. You saw it on the breaks. You saw it on the breaks from the reality shows that we're going to talk about. The commercial break (laughs) in between. Yes.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. It.
1: Or I saw it like after watching like Fresh Prince when I thought I was like safe from the world. Absolutely I was not safe. I remember seeing that commercial probably when I was 8 or 9 years old and mm-hmm. the fact that Jamie shared it and then like shared a bunch of other stuff and kind of it, her in the yellow bikini it was kind of an amazing full circle post also
0: yeah she looks amazing in bright colors but specifically like yellow is like the the color of her soul
1: gorgeous yeah so bright and so summery and that like electric smile so like the whole post go and and we'll link it but the whole post is so good um and I just felt like while reading the comments um you know like birds papaya was like oh my god I forgot about this like it was kind of It was nice to feel like, oh, we all got clickbaited together by accident, but also intentionally um, by Jamie. And then realizing we've been clickbaited the entire time while we were trying to, like, unwind after school.
0: Yeah. That was the worst
1: clickbait of my life. Um, Gosh, I can't stand that commercial. Um, I have bad mems, And now I remember that I have the bad (laughs) memes.
0: Yeah. Going down the rabbit hole. Um, Mine is mine is more like recent more up to date but very very same vibes so it's giving a tabloid vibe but uh mindy kaling (laughs) um oh
1: my god mindy we need to talk about mindy
0: yeah and i don't want to talk about it in the way that everyone else is talking about it i want to talk about the the clickbait uh tabloid that got yes. us here Yes, which is wait it's it's so ridiculous and I want to pull it up but mm-hmm. it's something it's something like uh she runs like 20 mi- <laughs> miles a week or 20 20 miles every week as a fitness commitment which for a runner like you know someone like you who is training that might not be right. you know outlandish but I think that using that as the headline is the clickbait, right? I'm not gonna get into what other people do with their bodies, despite this being the body goals uh, episode. Um, I I feel like everybody has piled onto that enough. Um, I'm here to talk about the headline. Like the headline, regardless of what was said in the interview, regardless of what is actually being done is the clickbait because I, you know, okay. Let's use me as an example. I've never liked running. i'm I was talking about it yesterday when we walked we walked like several miles yesterday, and Scott was talking about how he wants to start running again. He does enjoy running. He's also one like I don't know he can run with no headphones and no music like he just wow. just to the sound of the birds and his breathing, which is mm. to me a special kind of hell um but I was like, yeah, I just could never run. So what if I was in the space where I thought, okay, this person is modeling body changes that I should aspire to. And I'm going to get there by running 20 plus miles a week. Like, current me is like, whoop, well, I give up. Um.
1: I got it, just like the PCOS clickbait
0: you shared last time yes yes it's super similar to that and I just felt like it was really maybe I'm out of the loop because I'm not like a tabloid girly anymore um I grew up in you know a woman's world inquirer like yes check out like magazines so I definitely grew up with that kind of clickbait but seeing that kind of made me giggle um, just because it felt like a, it felt like very much like a yo play commercial throwback because I was <laughs> like,, mm, who's gonna see that and start running 20 plus miles a week? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's not, that's not really a starting point uh, mileage wise for for your beginner runner. And um, oh, no. all, And goodness. also like the time commitment. The aspect of like safety and ability to do that because either you're running outside in your safe neighborhood or you have access to somewhere where you can. not Just so many of the things that are not mentioned in a headline that says someone runs 20 miles a week. (laughs) It just felt it it really gave me it gave me a, a little laugh because of where I am and also a big eye roll because of where I could be with that kind of stuff yeah, and seeing that completely. and feeling like, Oh, I need to use this as inspiration. Like it's, it's, it's uh touted as like a fitness commitment. Like you could yeah, be committed right. and not do that.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of ways to be committed to fitness and not look like
0: 20%. I'm a hundred percent committed to not having to run.
1: Right. Right. Like part of your fitness commitment could be that you are committed to doing the things you like.
0: Yeah. Right? One of the pillars one of the pillars of my fitness commitment is like can yeah, I because <laughs> honestly at this point I feel like I could probably walk there faster than I could run there. Because if I started running, things would go wrong, I would give up, I would hop I on might. like the train or the bus. <laughs> if I'm walking, I can just stay consistent at my speed and be like, Oh, I'm here. Um <laughs> so yeah, that was my clickbait and it felt like both of these were really good leading into the body goals
1: yeah and i what i will say is we grew up learning a lot about body goals and when i think of someone like mindy which is why i was like we gotta talk about mindy is like mindy is an absolute inspiration to women like what an incredible creator producer writer actor like we she is goals because of who she is and it is infuriating right now to see so much tabloid talk around just like yeah she's goals because of her body so I think um uh, my little uh, lead-in I think if I can offer one is man we didn't really grow up hearing about like why Tyra Banks is amazing we have different associations with people that are amazing or had great influence but it was always body related and I just I I kind of like want to pour one out for our childhood for like not always being told like that women or anyone really was amazing because of what they did. It was always usually what they looked like.
0: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Pour one out. And and the fact that a lot of this recognition is coming now or there's a little bit more of a spotlight mm-hmm. because people's bodies change to become more of like a positive tabloid story as opposed to like yeah. a quirky, um, smart collecting, collecting lots of, you know, accolades behind the scenes, because yeah, right, right, right. You're like, you're not hot enough to be in the star
1: <laughs> yeah on the star. Yeah. Right. Like,
0: my God, that's
1: that freaking tabloid. Yep. <laughs> well, why don't you, you, this was, this episode was your idea and you suggested it in two parts. Can you just give all of our listeners a rundown? Like, what are they getting into with these two parts?
0: Yeah, I think that I was thinking about this because we are going into um, a body, a heavy body goal season. Not that it's not always being just like absolutely put in our face and like they're beating our beating us over the head with it, but like it evolves, right? It's always a little bit different. There's like spicy holiday body, <laughs> like now now we're going into sexy summer body. Um, so there's always a. <laughs> there's 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 the amount of bodies that I'm expected to have per year um but I think that like seeing a hashtag of like body goals really brought this up and I yeah, think it's true. worth yeah I think it's worth talking about between friends yeah. you know all of us on all of us on the pod and and looking at what body goals maybe used to mean or maybe still mean and something that you're trying to like separate from and then moving on to part two of what body goals could be what happens when you maybe uh ditch the hashtag body goals or or what is a body goal after this do we do they exist and i mean we haven't gotten to that episode so who knows
1: yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, well, I'm really excited for it, and I'm uh, ex- I'm just pumped that you thought of it because I think it is a conversation worth having between friends and a conversation worth having in our minds. Like, hopefully, this episode lives rent free in somebody's head so they can go back to it and say, You know, I'm really glad we talked about that. So, why don't you just start us off, Lauren? Uh, earliest iterations of body goals in your life, like when you think body goals, I obviously we all think thin i i read unrealistically thin obviously too um what kind of comes to mind it might be painful to think about it so obviously giving you space for that but what do you think are some of the earliest iterations of body goals
0: yeah definitely i think that did we talk about me uh did we talk about baby me being a spice girl for halloween oh no and you can guess which one i was (laughs) Because Spice Girls were one of the few groups that were repping someone that felt like "Mm, maybe inappropriate. Like, you know, like I wasn't defaulting to the brunette.
1: Right, (laughs) right.
0: You had had Scary Spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think when I think about that, that's something that comes up because, like, oh, my God, just please just imagine my however old, like, five or six-year-old. Oh Halloween costume was, like, me in a little sports bra <laughs> walking around and thinking about how, like, that image definitely did, like, one of these things looks a little bit different than, <laughs> than I think it's supposed to. Like, first of all, girl, you're five, and, um, like, second... <laughs> You know, like I had a scar on my belly. I've always had a scar on my belly since I was like six weeks old. So uh, that was something that made me immediately be like, oh, well, like I can't show my belly because I have a scar on my belly or like my belly looks different because I have a scar on my belly. Never mind that I was like, you know, the roundest, softest uh, little cabbage patch. But like, (laughs) um, so I think that that's something that like I think of with like pop pop music um that was super influential when I think about body goals and also just because of the conversation we had at the beginning and the conversation that was always been being had and will continue being had around women's bodies and like you know it's like one bad beach picture like oh my god someone has cellulite like call the police like what um it was so that was something that was really constant so even seeing people who i thought were like perfect amazing kisses 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 and then watching those people get ripped to shreds it Mm -hmm. kind of felt like "Mm," like that's a lot to um try to reconcile in a young mind for sure of just being like i thought this perfect like this person was perfect and beautiful like as they are and i was super excited that they existed and then there's some magazine telling me that their body is wrong yeah. and like,
1: Oh my God. Right. What, a process. what yeah. a process.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I I mean, shout yeah. out to scary spice.
1: Seriously.
0: True representation we, we, for the we girls. We
1: love you, Mel. We love you, Mel.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I think um the, the waiting in line in the grocery store to, to leave right like i spent a lot of hours of my life with my mom in the grocery store and my four other siblings and you know kind of did y'all go just, together usually at least you know at least three of us yeah oh maybe, my maybe my oldest brother didn't go but sometimes all of us did because my mom would promise us a treat or something i told you my mom commandeered little treat lifestyle pretty big for us
0: yeah she, know, really, yeah she is really she is
1: goals <laughs> she is i think i grew up um my earliest iterations were this is kind of interesting definitely barbie so i was not i oh, i've never been blonde right so skipper was like the brunette barbie and i always sort of she was like, also like the
0: slightly younger barbie too right
1: yes yeah she was like yeah she was a little bit she was like the the fun young sidekick or something so uh-huh. i felt like i You know, I was holding a doll that had little tiny, perfectly symmetrical arms and no belly and no gap, full gap between her legs and eyes were big and tiny nose. And like, I don't know if that did anything for me in the moment. But I think over time, that sort of just was like, this is what a beautiful body looks like. You hold it in your hand. He, I had four thousand of them. I got a Barbie every week when I hung out with my dad. Like it was like. A I
0: didn't years. know you was you was down for the Barbie lifestyle like I was because I had like oh, a tote.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. At the house, I had the Barbie cheap. Like it was so mm-hmm, big. Mm-hmm. it was a big deal. Barbie. Well, I was also like the first girl. My dad would take me to Toys R Us, and it was, I mean it was just like a whole thing. I had this
0: conversation, I'm cutting you off, but I have to tell you that I had this conversation earlier with uh, Julia, with Juju, Mm -hmm. and we discovered that we were, uh, we were older Barbie girls, (laughs) like, aka, we did not ditch out on Barbies until, like, middle school, like, we were still secretly playing Barbies, and... I think that this may be the common thread between me and all of my friends. Cause all of my friends are so oh unique and diverse and completely different. And we're all like, um, have our own things. And now I'm realizing that all of us played Barbies into the point where we like, we're not telling people we were playing Barbies anymore.
1: Yeah, totally. I also had a younger sister. So I got to play, like I was, yeah, an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't babysitting. Like I, I wanted all the Barbies all the time you know, it's also novelty, right? Like a new Barbie or a different kind of Barbie. She was
0: always doing something else.
1: (laughs) Give me the one with the cats. (laughs) She's she's even in Disney movies. Yeah, it was a lot. So I think for me, Barbies, definitely the checkout line with the uh, the tabloids. I was just like, wow, your body could be wrong no matter what it looks like. I was also going to say Victoria (laughs) from the Spice Girls. So I... Didn't want to align myself with Sporty Spice because I felt like that was the safest one. And I so safe because like Sporty was always covered typically with like a tank top and black Adidas pants. Sometimes she had a sports bra and I kind of felt like, well, I want to be sleek and I want to be this like really like I had this like perfectly straight brown hair. I was like, I want to be Posh Spice so badly. And I remember going to a Spice Girls party. And my neighbor, Emily, sometimes listens to the podcast, so shout out to Emily. And we were friends, went to dance school together, everything together. She had a a party, and she was like, who are you going to be? And I was like, probably posh, but, like, I might need to be sporty. Like, I was an eight, maybe seven years old, and I was already in my head, like, you're too fat to be posh. You're mm-hmm. chubby, your belly sticks out and everything you wear, like you dress like a library. Not
0: an not an eight-year-old in a band-aid dress. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what the worst part of all of this is that they sell they, they would sell black tank dresses at limited two. So like I had the opportunity, and so that's my other early iteration of body goals for me, is the freaking limited two. So mm. go, going to limited two with my aunt and she would spend whatever money, you know, she felt like allotting to me for my birthday. And that was the only way I got to shop at limited two was through my aunt.
0: I was going to say, I never stepped foot in there oh for a God. variety of reasons.
1: My mom never would go there. She didn't even really like that. I shopped there, but my aunt thought it was just so fun. To <laughs> Shout them.
0: out to Mervin's. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mervin's, Okay, cool. Mervin's it is or Bradley's <laughs> for my mom. Um, I think you know, Limited 2 was very much like little girls can be this cute little fashion bug. And it was just this like... <laughs> I,
0: I thought you were going to get... I thought it was going to be so much worse. Because like, <laughs> you know, like... Like Fashionist? some of the... Yeah, like why, like why do these clothes exist for children? Anyway, going on.
1: Scary. Yeah. And I think there were some layers there of like I was sized I was sizing out at limited two at a young age. I nothing looked good on me. I wasn't wearing denim shorts unless I had elastic. I was wasn't wearing jumpers because they all were weird and cut awkward and you know, I constantly felt like I was wrong in all the things I was supposed to be doing. I was, I, I didn't look like Barbie. I didn't look like my dance teacher. I didn't look like my friends that dressed up as Spice Girls. And I certainly didn't fit in as well limited to as everybody else did. Um, and I wasn't allowed to wear stripes because that's the, the golden rule for a chubby child is you don't wear stripes. And like, uh. I, I, you know I think about those being pretty prominent in my earliest iterations. They're so tiny, but they're so influential.
0: Yeah, they keep adding up, and I was like, um, like a, I was definitely a Barbie girl, but also I was like a uh, backyard, like playing in the in the dirt and the mud pile girl too. Oh sure, Um, mud pies. So I think, (laughs) yeah. So I think that I think that some of that, like, I think there was some sheltering in some ways of like my way of expressing play wasn't super gendered but i feel like a lot of this early on becomes so gendered and then like you don't get to wear stripes or like white oh Oh, (laughs) or just the color white um so i think that yeah and and who's that coming from like who's paying for those clothes and who's dressing us at that age like that's obviously not our choice so i think body goals um you know they're inherited occasionally and when you don't look anything like the people in your family that also can be like an interesting thing to navigate whether or not like you are biologically related to them and you just look so different. Like, yeah, all of you guys look like a little, you know, you have little dashes of, of similarities between siblings yes, and you're all like different. Um, so sibling to sibling things can happen where you're feeling some type of way. Um, and it makes it really interesting to inherit body goals from people that you don't look Mm. anything like, um,
1: it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That,
0: that changes, that changes the game a lot.
1: It does. Um, it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if this ever happened in your family, but the conversation about, oh, you'll grow out of that. Like, it's just baby fat. Did that ever like a, a, a goal my earliest body goal was to outgrow my baby fat because i was told oh it's just baby fat you'll just outgrow it everyone in our family does that was the inherited thing i'm like don't worry you'll grow up and you won't be fat and it'll all be okay and it like sort of was like i was in eighth grade and i'm like row,
0: row. Like, <laughs> like what am i gonna do <laughs> well uh it seems like the no um we didn't really have that conversation. And I think that it that goes to show how deeply entrenched my family was in diet culture, because I think oh. that they realized it wasn't something you were gonna grow out of. It was something that was gonna have to be forced um, out of you. Like it wasn't a conversation that one day you'll grow out of it. It's like one day you'll get tired and get motivated to like, you know, go down all the avenues that you have to go down to look yeah. different. Um, yeah. I, I would be interested to see what a lot of people in my family look like if they let go of body Ooh. goals in the way that they were. Yeah, um, cause absolutely. I feel like we look a little bit more similar, you know what I'm saying? Um, saying. <laughs> so I think that, yeah, when we're talking about that, some of these are things that we're getting from outside sources. Some of these things that are just like quite literally handed down to us. Um, and and it can be constant it is constant yeah, it is. not it, it is can is. be it is
1: and it was i think it was and it
0: was and let's get a little older let's move on to yeah. the thing that we were talking about before we started recording yeah, which is, is america's next top model <laughs> and then, and then, and then, everyone sing the theme too. it's in my um, life forever I literally, you know, I love reality TV, so um it,
1: was, it must have been your Nexus, yeah, or was like Survivor.
0: I, I wasn't a survivor. No, okay. it it was Survivor for me, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I was, I was an amazing race and America's Next Top Model yep. person. There it is. But the, I, the
1: adventurous meets Barbie. It's right there. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm.
0: it yes, out. yes, it really does. But like, I'm just thinking about how now in 2023 on tiktok i will go and there will be clips and i'm howling because i'm like a class action lawsuit <laughs> yeah, completely. Completely. We are it's good. back when re yeah it's back when reality television was like actually real and the producers weren't like pulling the strings the way they are now on like 90 day fiance where i basically am watching a show that's like should be up for an award like it's fully produced this was like not you know this is like the Simon Cowell like (laughs) disparaging people on stage like you so you got away with like a lot more and it was oh
1: it's so awful
0: I also think the shock value was still there because we weren't desensitized Mm -hmm. to it yet and also like you were so invested someone is my favorite and all of this Mm -hmm. and I think that when uh, when you brought that up, I started cracking up because I was just like, wow, what a like, what a gauntlet.
1: I mean, it was it was. And I think there also was a reality show called The Gauntlet. I'm just going to name that real quick. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. So I think when we look back at like these are also um, a lot of women that were like, they were it wasn't about just like oh their characters on a show where like they're gonna meet the love of their life it wasn't a romance show it was about being beautiful it was about being a model and who could pass the tests and like also all the terrible reasons why you weren't gonna make it to the next round oh we heard every single mm-hmm. reason and ha- like by hearing them it was just like another another knife like another nail in the coffin that like our bodies clearly—I mean—couldn't even stand up to these people. So, man, we didn't have a chance. We did not have a yeah.
0: chance. Yeah, yeah, um, and it—it it definitely set set a lot of us up. Set so a it lot did. of us.
1: Up. You know, another one that I thought of—I have we talked about the simple life before? Me and you.
0: No, okay. I, I I have a I have a a real, inappropriately secret soft spot for Paris Hilton.
1: Do you really?
0: Oh yeah. Well, yeah I don't know talked, why
1: yeah we never talked about that well I have a soft spot for Nicole Richie that's fair yes because I don't know if you remember this if you watch the show I kind of was like that show is really silly I'm not gonna watch it and then I ended up watching it and it was polarizing to see that they they I mean they were friends right they were supposed to be like besties but Nicole was like the ugly fat friend that's how they
0: absolutely bananas they bananas way.
1: and then then just like you said then it was seeing the tabloids right so it's like mm-hmm. there's like it didn't make sense in the show that she was sort of being positioned that way like the unbeautiful friend and then to see it in tabloids like she as an actual person not a person on a reality tv, TV show like a, as an actual person couldn't go to the beach without being like oh look at her stomach she's letting herself go
0: bananas Mm -hmm. um super 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 inappropriate (laughs) and um yeah I think my I think what I'm talking about with my uh Paris Hilton love is like the voice that we know Paris Hilton by and then Paris Hilton's real voice like I love that that bitch has a deep ass (laughs) voice and and was like always like way up high like I love that. Like I think, I think that is like such a great grift. Um, so, I respect that so so much. You have no idea. Um, there's there's probably like something in the documentary about that being connected to her trauma, but whatever. Sure, okay, we're sure. we're you know I haven't watched any of that, but yeah, the simple life and just yeah commercials, all these things pre social media that set us oh, up and yeah. I think then then everything evolved to being less about tabloids and like outside um, sources and more about people you were directly connected to as your friends oh, and yeah. this Every,
1: everything out there yep
0: mm-hmm. right and this modeling uh, from your friends regardless of like how you want to say friends right like Facebook friend or mm-hmm. Instagram friend follower like or someone you actually know in real life and the lines get blurred because you're friends with them on social media and in the earlier days of social media when things felt you know sparkly and exciting and you could post like horribly ugly graphics um about like no the no excuses type of graphics like those are you know the golden age for really like fitspo
1: Pinterest really took the reins on that
0: Um, yeah yeah and I I think that it it's interesting how it shifted from being a little bit more like oh on tv and in a tabloid to being like in your hand all the time like that you're scrolling it and looking at it and it's people you feel are your peers. These aren't just celebrities anymore. They're your peers or they're people you know, air quotes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that changes how body goals felt. Like, oh, so and so is doing this, you know, the rise of the MLM girlies and um the wave of just like bad shakes and shitty workouts that came with that. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you think about there's its own sort of tabloid fallout, which is that when that person gets outed, when that person gets canceled, when that person gains the weight back, there's conversation about it, right? Like when a popular fitspo decides to like no longer do fitspo and they gain weight because they're no longer restricting. It's like a whole thing, right? It's like a mm-hmm. someone body, someone's body aligned with, say a Whole30, right, Whole30 Regiment, or sugar-free, or whatever it might be, Um, they decide to ditch that, because, uh, you know, sustainability purposes, and, like, mental health, and all these other wonderful reasons.
0: Because it It, sucks.
1: Right, right, it's also, like, sad. I think we also see that same sort of, like, na-na-na-na-na, like, we, like, love munching on the whole, like, ooh, that person, like, is different now, and their body has changed, and let's talk about it, like, we were taught to go after each other like that
0: and yeah you know, like, it's a body it's a policing for sure it's it a, police a police state.
1: Thing. yes and you know we weren't i saw a, a client had said this to me this whole thing i like we would read magazines about like lose 10 pounds before summer tone up your belly thigh gaps whatever we weren't being taught like here's how to advocate for yourself or here's here's what happens when like you're losing absolute like you know like your rights like here's what happens here's how to use your vote here's how to research your local politician like We were never taught any of that. We were taught to pull ourselves apart, pull each other apart. A lot of my clients say they struggle with not knowing what their body looks like. So they ask their partners, am I that big? Do I look like that?
0: (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say they ask their partners and their partner says, I like it.
1: (laughs) That's a specific man. Um, Well, I mean, it's it's a a lot of like, almost like a, a need to know that you can be compared to something else because that's all we were ever taught. It's like, you should look like this person or that person or here's the workout. Like the comparison from far away celebrity to person you went to high school. That absolutely, Uh absolutely affected us. I think the MLM situation is a great point to bring up because it was like in your, it was in in your DMs. It was in your DMs. It was in your neighborhood. It was in your town. Like you knew these people and it made it, i mean obviously that's why mlms are so dangerous right is they can get people involved that are so important in your life and you can end up destroying their financial situation by roping them into yeah yeah like it's it's so
0: there's there's a wide range of things that they could destroy my self-esteem my credit like my my gut
1: health
0: yeah 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 my whole family like my garage because they all molded in there like what oh my god it never ends
1: it's total destruction it's total destruction we think we're building empires and we're just burning ourselves to the ground
0: Yes, it is. It is a, a fall from grace. But I think that, that yeah, like I definitely feel like body goals and that kind of stuff. I mean, we have talked about it before. We'll talk about it forever. It's the reason that I tend not to talk about this and the way that I teach yeah, and like yeah. the reason that I move the way I move and do the things that I do. And it's just because this whole topic is a distraction tactic it's a distraction from you know things that are more important we talked about it at the top people who had all these accomplishments that had nothing to do with how they looked but we were like "Mm, not good enough yet hold on come back later come back later when we when you got something good for us yeah right we do see and collarbones I think
1: first when we see collarbones, we'll talk.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and exactly. And by the time you get there, they're like, actually, um, it's everybody's getting bigger eyes. Like, what? okay, like <laughs> right. I can't keep up with this. Like, it's never going to stop. And I think that that's what made me really want to talk about what happens after this, which we will move on to yeah. in a part two. But like, it's just there's too much. It's so much built on it. And it feels really, um, it feels really like insurmountable. Like even when you're teasing it out of yourself, like it feels like you're like, all right, cause we're all gonna do it. <laughs> and, then you're, and then it's like, ping, here's the next big thing that you should be doing. And the cycle, you know, rinse and repeat.
1: Oh, completely. You know, I think it's a part of healing and it's a part of growth when, you can find that you have a better filter than you used to. You know, you can kind of just see the pings and you're like, well, there we go again. And it not create like full blown spirals anymore. Um, And I think I see that with the folks I work with that, you know, maybe when we start the person in their family that's selling Herbalife or like losing weight or taking some sort of medication, like it feels like the end of the world. Um, like, Like they don't have any real network of people who get it and then as you, I think, and we'll talk more about this in part two, but I think there is something to be said about, you know what, do the work anyway, because even though this may never change, and you're right, we could talk about it forever, we owe it to ourselves to create more of a filter and to learn how to get through this and find our best coping skills, because it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be difficult, and it is, um, and I don't think there's any, maybe this is unfair to say, maybe you agree or disagree. I don't think there's any winning.
0: Yeah, no. Um there's I mean, no, we're no, not going to be the we're not the winners. No, absolutely not. We're never going <laughs> to we're, def- we're we're definitely not going to be the winners. No, <laughs> somebody exactly. somebody is winning. Lots of people are winning. They're just not us. Not um us.
1: Right. Like I just don't think there's uh I think we have to let go of this idea of like I'm going to triumph. Like I don't I don't know if there's like a real like we scale the mountain and we finally find
0: yeah, uh, it's all
1: over. It's I think it's it's just that it's, it's not the it.
0: climb. It's not the fight song. Like, it's not no, all it's of not, those things. It's, it's just not, it's
1: no eye of the tiger here. I think it's just like you get a really great filter and you somehow manage to live your life each day being kind to yourself. Like, I think that is probably what we'll have to get into in the next episode, because it is hard to disconnect from body goals when everybody else is connected or it feels like everything else is tied up in it. Because you're right. I mean, I could tease this out for hours, and then if I tried to process it with a therapist who grew up in the same world that I did, how can I be sure that they can tease it out with me without it getting really messy? Like, I mean, ah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they leave their they leave your session. They're like, wow, yeah, a lot to think about. I'm like, damn, I don't want that. Come on, yeah. Obviously, we're kidding. Therapists are people too. <laughs> therapists are human beings
1: you're (laughs) allowed to give neutral statements like that
0: (laughs) but like lord of mercy like i'm coming here i got a lot going on y'all we need to get to work um i think i think that that we could go on so much longer and like who really wants to we've all been doing it (laughs) like we already know what this episode is about but i guess My takeaway or my intention for introducing this is just like, let's look at it. Like, let's put, let's get out the, uh, the yearbooks, (laughs) the, the throwbacks of like all this, like Facebook memory pop-up, the embarrassing thing that you freaking posted, um, like, you know, however many years ago, like, let's get it out. Let's air it out because, you know it's there and a lot of us experienced it and and there there has been such a shift towards like anti-diet and like body positivity and did we ever take the time to like think about it like did we ever take the time to like reflect on all the stuff that added up before that before we just jumped ship onto another really nice looking cruise ship, right? Like, we're like, bye, this is the Titanic. We're leaving now. And then we got onto something else, not knowing even what that world looked like.
1: Yeah. We got on a 2020 carnival cruise in March.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're like, <laughs> and oh, so, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked way better. It looked way better. <laughs> it looked so much better, y'all. Like, we swear... And I think that, it, that it's something that I think about, too, because it there's a little bit of a whiplash effect when we're just like, okay, and now change. Yeah. Like, now heal. Be better. Yeah.
1: And, like, <laughs> and how about this? I like it. Like,
0: yeah, I like just,
1: it. Suddenly just be like, I like it now. Like, it's, uh, maybe not. I think you you're bring such a solid point. And it's so simple. You have to process, you have to, you kind of have to hash this shit out. And
0: I hate that. And I hate that that has to happen. I I really do. do. I can't, no one listening to this hates it as much as me. (laughs) (laughs) And if there's
1: anyone listening who likes it a lot, it's probably me because i actually yeah. do enjoy teasing it out uh you know i can get into my emotions like a wizard like an engineer
0: i Ugh. love it um but i i, I, I need like something. a really strong edible before i yeah. do that and then <laughs> and it's all in my notes app <laughs>
1: yeah okay oh, yeah. yeah i the notes app is is thick nowadays i i want us to make space for the process uh processing of it i think Otherwise we end up just trying to buy into another image that's being, I don't wanna say anti-diet's being sold to us. I think it's a very important uh, movement, obviously. It, It just, it could also be easily capitalized. We're seeing that. We're seeing it become commodified. We're seeing it be wrapped up back in diet culture really sneakily. So it is important to process and like know where we are with our stories and our experiences you might've felt while you're listening today, like, oh yeah, I forgot about limited too. I forgot about uh, simple life. I forgot about Barbies or like whatever it might've been. No one, you forgot forgot yeah, no one forgot about Barbies. No one forgot about Barbies, but you know, whatever it might be. Um, I think it's important to make space for that part of your life where you really did do all this learning and you have to be aware of what you have learned and what has contextualized your life so that you can make, you know, a different step in another direction if you want.
0: Yeah, yeah, and with us, it will be more fun. Oh, hell yeah! Oh, yeah. And with us, it will suck just like a little bit less.
1: <laughs> we promise you that if you buy now, it will suck at least two percent less.
0: You will pay. You can pay in installments um, of nineteen ninety nine. It's thirty six installments, and <laughs> and you, we will guarantee you that we will talk about your favorite reality television
1: show. (laughs) And with your purchase, if you buy in the next hour, we will also send you a Ronco rotisserie chicken oven from
0: your A Ronco rotisserie chicken oven and a box of leggings that may or may not have mold. Don't open them in closed spaces.
1: (laughs) And I don't know what the crotch seam looks like, so it might look kind of weird with whatever pattern it has.
0: Yes, but the patterns are really complicated and that's why they're worth a lot of money. Yeah,
1: yeah, very complicated patterns.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we got to go before the, every, everybody's already gone. <laughs> like no, have you got to...
1: No, no, no. Everybody has their credit card out right now and they're like, "Where do I call?"
0: <laughs> dial. <laughs> dial in
1: right now. <laughs> Listen, it's a party I'd sign up for. I'm glad I'm in it with you. I don't think I'd be where I am in my uh emotional status or my like situation in my head without you. I think having friendship in this place is so important. So thanks. Yeah.
0: Yes, I completely agree. And I think that if you uh don't have someone you can laugh and cry with, yeah. You know, yeah. it makes it a little bit shittier. But <laughs>
1: But it's 2% better here. So everybody find your buddy and join us next time.
0: Join us next time. We'll see you there. Yeah, see you there. Bye. Bye.